Here we go. Episode 93, mm-hmm. TWTG. You already know the vibes. It's the episode everybody's been waiting for. I've been telling your mother, telling their fathers, telling their brothers and sisters. This is the thing that the entire world, countries everywhere, the, the whole galaxy is listening right now. That's, that's, that's what's going on right now, Bill. Episode 90, motherfucking three. We got seven more episodes until we reach 100, dude. We've been doing this a fucking while. I think we're getting good at this. What do you think? Three years in. Three years. Yeah, this is uh, the, this is also the third Talks with Tristan this episode. This is the third. I think we have like one a year. Yeah. And I think I'm going to keep it that way. Are you sure? <laughs> I think we're going to keep it that way. Mm. I think we're honestly going to have to keep it that way. You know, We're just going to keep this trade train rolling. That's why that's my new nickname, the trade train. The trade train? Yeah, the trade train. I like that. But three years in, man. We've been doing this a while. We started in COVID. In a uh, tiny little studio, as you call them, I'm not going to say, but it was tight like sardines in there. And, you know, we started with a little microphone, little shitty ass microphone, but, you know, we, we did our best. And now look at us, you know, three years later. How many listeners we got? We got a lot of listeners. A lot of listeners from all over the world, from the UK to Australia. We have some in like Germany and Asia too, right? Like yep, some from Thailand to the deep crazy. south. South America, Canada, you name it, we got a listener. And I, and I would just like to thank everybody for fucking listening to my voice over these past three fucking years. My, you've had literally character arcs of my life on this podcast, so I hope you realize that. Like, you've, you've literally, if you listen to all these episodes from fucking episode one all the way up to now, I'm, I'm, I'm a completely different person. So they watched you grow. Yeah, I mean, well, we're not really watched, but they listen to me. They listen to you grow. <laughs> Unless they can watch us somehow. They can see us right now. No, they can't. I hope they can. Yeah. Yeah, we can do a video podcast, but we don't have the tech or the money yet. Not this, no, we don't have the studio, but who knows? That might come in the future. I've been trying to get this kid to do it, but, you know. Money and time. Mo- no, not, not even. You're just shy. It's all that shit. I'm not, I'm not camera shy anymore. No, you're, no, you're kidding anymore. Wait, wait, wait. Why is your head down right now? <laughs> <laughs> you're shy at me right now. You can't even look at me with my fucking eyes. Yeah, say, say again. Trying to laugh. Trying not to laugh? Yeah. I, what, what, you think I'm funny? Uh, I think we're all some comedians over here. Yeah, entire family's full. Of yeah, but for those that don't know, uh, talks to Tristan is when Tristan hosts an episode. Yes, we know we got to beg him to do it. So listen, here we are. listen, man. Life, you know, mm-hmm. shit happens. You kind of just throw this stuff on me when I don't even ask for it. But you know what? I still come here. I still fucking show up. I still represent. Because at the end of the day, I know if I don't, you're going to fucking cry and have a little bitch fit about it. But here I fucking am. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to get you to do an episode high with me. High talks with the goat. I think that would probably do millions of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we'd do millions. I think the whole country would be listening. We'd have Donald J. Chop on the fucking podcast. Yeah. That would be great. I'm telling you right you now. You know, Buckless thing. I, I, I would have a porn star on the podcast. Why the hell not? Yeah, I, I, know, I, know, I know a stripper. She's a friend, mm. all right? She's a friend. She's a good person, all right? I'm not going to say her name, but she's she's actually really cool. What's her name? Midnight Blue? No, no. <laughs> Midnight. Midnight Blue. No, I, I know my uh, my stripper name would be uh, Summer Sausage. Okay, but, come on. Um, <laughs> <you're right. laughs> no, she's really chill. I mean, honestly, we could have her on the podcast. Why the fuck not? We, all right, we, man. We, I mean, we why, can set it up. We can set it up. Ask her about the stripper life. Dude, I Reach mean, out. actually, you know what? I might do that. Why, all right. Why say, hey, we have a podcast. We would like to know if you would... You know, see now people consent. don't say this stuff to no, me right no, now. No, I'm dead ass about oh, it. Oh no, oh you're dead ass. I've been dead ass about it. Oh okay. You know, I'm the LeBron James of this podcast. I, well, I fucking hate LeBron James. I'm the Kareem Abdul Jabbar. There you go. Of That's this podcast one. or LeBron Magic James, Johnson. LeBron James, Liflop. You mean? Anyway, right. 
So on this fucking episode, I'm just basically just asking Dylan, what the fuck I could have curated within 30 minutes? Because that's what we did. It was. It took me like a good half hour to fucking create these questions. I, I didn't read the questions either before. He didn't read the questions. I didn't want him to read the questions because I know if he read these questions or heard these questions, I know he would have a pre-written response like a fucking, you know, ready, like, like a dead eye, like a ready shot. Like, you know, like they have a dead eye. <laughs> that's exactly... That's exactly what would happen if I was if I had these questions written to him. He would probably have every single one, you know, already ready in his head, ready to go, and he he probably sprint through every single one. <laughs> It'd be over in ten minutes. It'd be over in like probably like five. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, because you'd be like, yes, no, yes, maybe. <laughs> That's, no, that's pretty much what you'd be. We're like. pros at the podcast game now. I'm pretty sure we should be now. I mean, bro, we're fucking three years in. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we don't know how to podcast now, then fuck, well, man. Cut it quits. We might as well cut it quits. No, we might I mean, well sorry, call it quits. Cut the cold, pull the plug. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give up. Life support. But, uh, so, Dil, here we go. Question number one. So, where are you in the light verse? What's, what's, what's going on right now? Because I haven't even, you haven't told me shit. All right, so so put <laughs> me up to speed. Not for real, because he'll write he'll write shit every fucking day. I'll come home from work, he won't tell me shit about libraries no more. You know, and I think, I, think, I think it's because I honestly think it's because you know he's he's jealous of Emerson. He he doesn't want me to like you know take over his his legacy and what he's built. So I think that you know he's he's just a little afraid. He's intimidated by my by my you know my stature and uh, my creative mind and genius. So, Dill, go ahead. Tell me, where are you in the light verse right now? What's going on? For the things that you can say on the record. Go ahead. So, right, in the light verse, number one, I'm not jealous of Emerson. Uh, I don't see how I would be jealous of Emerson. For those who don't know, Emerson is my character, my genius character, the character that has a threatening presence to every single sci-fi, gaming, comic book character. Better than Spider-Man, better than Batman. And, uh, you know, he's based off Han Solo. He's based off Bounty Hunters, me, and that's the main danger. It's, he's based off of me, and I don't think Dylan can really handle that in comic book form. Really? No, <laughs> a hell of a setup, Tristan. Um, no, but where I'm at in the Lightverse now, uh, for the longest time, and from what people have been seeing on my page at the Goat D. James on Instagram or at the Lightverse underscore on Twitter, um, I've been getting characters done for part one of the light verse and I've made leaps and bounds in getting the biggest players done. And the biggest players being can you say their names? I can't say their names. Those are the ones you've seen already, like lights, there's Phenom, there's uh, Zion, there's mm. Hydraria. Hydraria, uh, who the hell is that? Hydraria is the Queen of Atlantis and a member of the Suits, which is basically the premier superhero team for Earth in the Lightverse. In part one of the Lightverse. Part two of the Lightverse, which people are going to start seeing characters from now, as well as other villains from Part 1, is, um, recently I got uh, Alia done. Uh, she's a, a big character in Part 2 of the Lightverse, alongside Koza, Lady Lucifer, and... You know, a lot of these characters he's told me, but I've just forgotten, because it's been like 10 years. No, it hasn't been 10 years. Since he's told me about the last character, like that, like that's, Hydraria, what did you say her fucking name was? You, you said, you just said it, Hydraria. Yeah, Hydraria, that, I, I didn't even know who the fuck that was, until mm-hmm. just now. You know what I mean? There's so many things that I haven't been caught up on, but keep going. Oh, I think uh, some of the things that you're not doing is asking me and saying, hey, Dylan, can you tell me about what you've done so far in the light verse? And I can give you answers, I can answer questions. Um, and I can show you all the works that I have done and intend to do. Okay, well, that's why we're having this podcast, isn't it? That's right. 
I mean, I, I got socials where you could follow, uh, and there's a Discord server. That socials, I mean, I mean, I, I see every day, yeah. so you know, I don't really think I need your social media. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, my main question to you was: <laughs> I'm just, I had more to answer from the, uh, the well, question. Keep going. Sorry if I cut you off. Yeah. So uh, where I was at in the light verse now, right now, my focus is raising the funds, you know, the money for Chapter Zero mm-hmm. and getting the uh, draft sketch pages. I have a good friend, King Curlew. Shout out to him. He's uh, doing the other half, my boy Hollow Silver uh, Snow on Instagram. He uh, was able to get the first 10 pages done. I'm getting the last 10 pages done while raising the money for the full-on Chapter Zero. So money right now is the biggest thing that I'm worried about and trying to just raise it for that. And um, while letting the people know more about the lore of the world and its characters from both part one and part two. So how many how many pages is this chapter zero going to have, you know? At least 23. At least 23. How many pages have you gotten done? Ten. Okay, ten. I'm awaiting ten, and I might add three more Shit. at the end of it all. Okay, so people, we're, we're basically getting, we're getting somewhere now. All right, I remember when he was talking about chapter zero, I asked him where he was. He was like, oh, you know, I, I, I still got to create my characters. I still got to build the world. I still got to build my world and all my characters. Now now we finally have 10 pages, you're saying. I haven't even seen these 10 pages. Like I can show you them after this episode. Are, are they even in color yet? They're sketch pages. They're okay. not. Com- they're not the actual comic pages. Okay, so it's like this is thi- the, this is the rough draft. So it's like the people, with, like the stick figure people with like the circle hands and the circle faces. It's not all like that. It's like storyboards and for a movie. Okay, or, or a TV show so or an anime. So it's like Henry Stickman everywhere. Everyone's like stick people. And- well, not like that. No, from what I, based on what I have, no, but. Uh, it, it, it's a little bit more detailed than just bare stick figures. <laughs> So, so do you, do you have a estimated day or a, a time frame for when we can even see like the first couple pages of oh, chapter zero? Well, there's a mock cover that's being done right now. Okay, um, that will be the cover of chapter zero. You heard them, people. And there to put a timeline on this, I'll say if everything goes uh, well, then it would be like late in the fall. Because remember, taking time to make comics and stuff it does take time right but um to put in for production of it if everything goes well i'm hoping uh but let's say by the end of the summer or at least uh sometime in the fall and then we'll start seeing things i can't put a time on that because that's dependent on the artist that does it right so um i'd say yeah late late summer uh we'll see more from that but until then there are the characters and other bits of uh lore that i'm sharing with the people so they get to know it so that way it can spike up interest, and then they'll you know want to donate, etc., etc., etc. Okay, so late summer, early early yeah. fall, we can see a cover or some shit. Yeah. Okay. Or so maybe even sooner than that, just for the cover. Thank fucking so, God, we're finally people. We're finally getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. We've been getting somewhere if you've been following my progress. It's it's just been taking a while. It takes Cause, time because I remember before before the light verse. What did you have before? You, know, you had your my Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball Z characters, and that was a whole. It was a fan project. It was a fan project, and you were making a whole story for that too. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember you were running strong for with that for a while, yeah, and I had, I had to, I used that to help train me as a writer. I mean, shit, how many characters did you fucking make in Dragon Ball Z, man? Like at least there's Mac, Daiku, Latosa, right. Yamiko. I know it's not uh, too Rayla. too many, but it's it's definitely a good. So so probably like fifteen. Yeah, it's still pretty fucking good. Yeah. And how many do you think you've created so far in the libraries? I think the number that I counted, both characters that have been you know drawn and characters that I've written up, at least like sixty something. Sixty already. Yeah. And how many are in Marvel? That's my question. How many are what? 
How many do you think is Marvel? Because we we did this one time. We asked Siri like how many Marvel characters there were. I think a few I, thousand or something. Was, like I think there was like a few thousand. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going for a thousand. You're not going for a thousand. Uh, no, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a team. Remember, I'm, I'm one guy doing all of this. So mm-hmm. I my my cap is wherever I deem it to be capped at. Okay. Only I, mean, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. Especially since I have 64 done right now mm. you know written of right now mm. so so my thing is like when you were creating your dragon ball z shit did you know like when did you know that you wanted to make like your own like comic book universe because remember for a while you were doing it like it almost seemed like you were doing it for fun well i referred to it before on the podcast uh my hero academia was a fight with all might and nomu you know i'm not going to go on the story again i've told it before to people um but basically i saw that fight and it was something that inspired me i had an abstract idea about lights and I wanted to make a superhero mm-hmm. and I just wrote it down in my sketchbook and I was like I'll come back to this when I have more of an idea of what I want it to be and because it was going to be a My Hero Academia OC mm-hmm. but there was not really a big community for that and I wanted to, to take the concept and do more with it um, myself and have a little bit more creative freedom without depending on somebody and only depending on myself for it because I knew if I had the experience and the vision to do so, I would be able to take it far. So um, that's what I got uh, the idea of lights from. And um, just based on everything I've watched and read and what I have now. Fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another question about your light verse here, Dilly Willie. Where is Emerson? Where is Emerson? Emerson has uh, been done in concept. I remember you sketched up a little concept for me. Oh, really? Yep. And um, the artists that um, we were going to have do them, something happened with them in the real life uh, space. So um, things kept them from doing it. But you also haven't hit up that artist and asked them for any progression or things like that. It has been like two years since I asked for uh, Emerson to be drawn or mm-hmm. some shit to be done so yeah. I just I just gave up after year one yeah so that shows to me <laughs> that as a creator you don't want it. and, and <laughs> you, you don't really get far in this business no, by I being mean, stagnant you know I think I think you know this is one of those gotcha moments where you know mm-hmm. they'll pay somebody you know I've just it's okay so what would I do did I just donate them money no I think you just like gave him money and you know he, he spent that you know maybe on some Jordans or a Gucci belt no or some shit, you know. Some, I'm afraid not. No. Something like that, you know. He spent some money on this on this art that he needed, and he just he didn't get it because you know you know he, you know he, the guy got him. You know, there's no other way to say it. no other way to say it. No, you, you got got. Mm-hmm. You know, and sorry that that happened to you. you know, mm-hmm. Raw guilt. It happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, I've been scammed too. It's, it's you know nothing to be ashamed of. You know, maybe we should find you know another artist. You know, mm-hmm. maybe 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 a guy that charges a grand. I'm not spending a grand. I don't have that to spare. Well, do you see what happens when you you know you spend like a couple dollars on a you know local artist here? You try to help them out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we no, can go no, to um, you. you know my guy Daft that does my stuff. I told you, hey, it's a few hundred bucks, but it's a few worth hundred it. bucks I could spend on some tools for my job. I'm going to get that later. How much are your dreams worth? <sighs> How much are my dreams worth? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't put a price on it. <laughs> I'd say about uh, a few hundred dollars or something. I'd say uh, ain't dreaming big, huh? Uh, about a trillion dollars. A trillion dollars, okay. So just remember that next time you want to get some art. <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> but who in this world is going to say, "Hey, hey, Trey, here's a trillion dollars"? Who the hell is going to do that? At that point, I could just make a business for fun. At that point, I could literally make my dreams for fun and then make other people's dreams come true. At that, at that point, life would be pointless. 
Not even point. I, I literally go anywhere. At that point, I would just be giving away money. I would never run out. Mm. And so, of course, I'd give him fucking trillion dollars. But okay, so you said he's done in concept, right? What have you changed? That's my question. I've changed nothing about Emerson. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so he comes from Divya. Mm-hmm. Divya Nine. Divya Nine. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, he has time travel powers. Nope, it took that away. See, now people, he'll tell me, "Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, we 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 we're making him up. We, we're getting him done." You know, he's, he's getting done, Trey. Don't worry. We're not changing anything about him. And then I'll say, hey, Dill, does he have time travel power? Because, listen, Emerson was intended to, one, have immortality, <laughs> right? Immortality, time travel. He can be immortal. Okay. Oh, he can be immortal, but he can't travel time? No. Why the fuck not? Because why can't he be a time traveler? Tell me why. <laughs> <laughs> he can be, there's a team I have that time travels that I can put him on, but he wouldn't why be Why Also, there's a whole time traveling cast on your damn world, but you can't have Emerson be a rogue hero of his own because that's just too threatening, isn't it? <laughs> it's too dangerous. It's too, too dangerous. It's too dangerous. It's too threatening to the rest of your, to the rest of the light verse world. No, it's not. Okay, so what the fuck, though? Why can't he time travel? Because thematically, um... It thematically? Thematically. Theme, thematically. Okay. It does not fit uh, where I want him to be in the story. But what about where I want him? You well, see what I'm saying now? See, now he takes people's characters and he robs them of their dreams. <laughs> he takes... <laughs> was this like an exposed interview or something? You see, no, no, because I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha now. I literally said this is my character. Now, you see, I give him one of my characters mm-hmm. with my powers and my dreams. And he, and then you, <laughs> my and, dreams. And then you take them like they're, like they're a little puppet, like a little, uh-huh. like a little hand puppet. Mm-hmm. And then you make them their own character running around, yeah. you know, doing whatever the hell Dill wants. Because that's just what, that's how he goes. People, do not give this man characters. <laughs> <laughs> he will take them. And make them his own. Mm. He will not give you any, you know, recourse or input. Like you mean creative freedom is the word you're looking for? Yeah, there you go. On how you want your character to go, he's gonna make them go down his own street. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He won't. He will not listen or do anything you want for your characters. And that's what's really sad. That's what we see going on with Emerson now. Because he was supposed to have time travel. He was supposed to fuck all the bitches. He was supposed to have his own spaceship, you know, his own secret base underwater, you know, and like his own, his own like bounty hunter. He can have some know, of that. Cavern. Oh, now he can have some of that. No, because you see, he's giving in now. Because he's, <laughs> because he's on the record. He wants to sound good for the people. He still wants to win. He wants to win back the trust. You but haven't given right. me anything <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So you heard me. You heard it here first, people. Dylan is stay is stealing. Oh people's my dreams. god! No, I'm stealing is, people's dreams. He's stealing their dreams and characters. That is what ex- that is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. So be careful if you give this man anything, because he's you know he's greedy. He's a shark. You know, mm-hmm. He's going to take it, and he will not give it back. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you just saying this because you haven't seen uh, Emerson done yet? I haven't seen anything. No, I haven't seen a sheet. I haven't seen. <laughs> I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen one paragraph about uh-huh. his story. We've read I it. Se- I haven't seen you know descriptions of what he looks like. You know he's supposed to look like me, a handsome young man, handsome strong man, strong. <laughs> you know, but I haven't seen shit. Can we go to the next question? <laughs> what? What do we get? Get too hot in the kitchen. <laughs> Now we're 20 minutes in now. We got to start, you know, get the ball rolling. <laughs> no, don't worry. Though. I got a lot more where that came from, brother. We're only 20, we're only 20 fucking minutes in. It's going to be first episode vibes. Anyway, though, okay, so fine. We're going to go to the next question I had. This is a question that Brandon had. Okay. Okay, animation. 
I know whenever we talk about animation, you say it's very expensive. You say it's hard to do. But I do think it would be a great idea. I think that if you actually put something out there, even if it was like 30 seconds, it would be a great thing for people to see. It would actually give them an idea like, whoa, okay, I wanna, I'm invested in this universe now. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I know animators myself, right? Even if they're not what you're looking for, you know, you say it's very expensive. But there's some out here who, you know, a few hundred dollars. You know, I mean, some of them are very cheap, some of them are very expensive. But my main question to you is, why haven't you, you know, put a little more investment in the animation? Is it because, you know, you have a lack of shit to animate? Or is it because, I don't know, money or something else? So money is the biggest part, right? Again, because I'm only one man. And uh, I've talked to Brandon about the animation front before because Brandon thinks that I can get a whole 20-minute animated episode um, done for the free ski. Or well, you see, that's cheap. why I say like 30 seconds. Yeah, 30, my boy, yeah. when it's most of my boy told me, you know, just the shit he does, he does like little animations and just how hard that is, he'll charge a few hundred dollars for yeah. it for like a good two minutes. Mm-hmm. If he's somebody that I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm right now I'm doing character creation for all the important characters and I have to hit the strike the iron now while it's hot creatively right. or else the idea will be gone and I got to make sure I have things done the way I want them to at this point in time because those thoughts will either change or I'll miss my opportunity to get them done by somebody that I know shares my vision and knows how to illustrate the character to the best of their ability and my imagination. So you're afraid that someone's going to fucking animate your shit and it's not going to come out how you would want it to come out? Uh, creating is a collaborative process when it comes to commissions in a way because some people come to artists and just say hey I like my character doing this mm-hmm. and they give no background information on who the character is how old they are small little things like that that matter so as it pertains to animation right for me uh, again money is my money is put to certain places because of my situation and, and where I'm at right now I could pay for animation for promo but that would be just that promo and I don't want to have that and you know consistently use it to the point where like this is the only thing that i have sure yes animation does help animation is great but for me and this uncharted territory that i'm going through for me right now my current method is working uncharted territory of what of becoming an independent creator in the way that i'm doing it building a verse building you know these characters building the world building the lore all that other stuff Mm -hmm. that takes money and money that i have uh you know I have a certain goal right now, and I'm on pace with that goal, and I don't want to fall behind it. So I'm committed to doing it, you know, my way. And Brandon uh, doesn't know about this path at all. He shots that, fired. I mean, it's just damn truth. He's not in the community at all. He don't know shit from Adam. Yo, shots fired. And he knows a few people. Brandon's calling you out, man. Brandon, <laughs> he's calling you out, bro. You gotta. But, you gotta, but no, it, but it's true because here first. I'm, I'm, I see people do the same thing, and they're in the community. But again. For me, what I what would I animate? Lights just standing somewhere doing something. I would have to, you know. How, how about him flying through the sky? No. <laughs> that one guy from Infamous where he used to glide. Yeah, uh, coal. Yeah, yeah. I have him glide through the sky with some lightning coming out of his hands. There you go. No. I, I and for me creatively, I have to feel it. I just want to be like, uh, have this dude stand in here. Um, dude, have this guy doing this one thing. No, I have to feel the idea, like like a tattoo or something like that. Mm-hmm. I want to spend time and make sure I get it right in that moment because I can't go back and like, oh no, no, just throw the whole thing away. Let's do it again. Well, I, think, I have the I money think, to spare. I think you're I that kind of person. I think you're very meticulous and you know very well thought out when and, it comes and you, to and, shit. Like and that. you see how it's me, exemplified I'm, in the character. Shows. I mean, me, I'm very on the fly. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm very, like, all my tattoos and shit. Like, to be honest, I was hanging out with Dave one time, and I just saw that Reaper, and, he, and then he was just like, fuck it, you want to get it done right mm-hmm. now? I was like, 
fuck it. Let's just do it. Because me and Dave are like that. You're not like that at all. You're very, you know, slow when it comes to this shit. Not like slow, like dumb, but you can't be slow sometimes. But you're not slow. No, you ain't talking. The rug's gonna fuck off. But <laughs> you're very, you know, meticulous and well. You know, I take my time. You take your damn time. Well thought out. You know, and I guess that's why, you know, your characters do come out so fucking well because you take your fucking time, which is a good thing. You know, it's like a video game. You like you want it to be rushed and then <laughs> buggy. So do you think it would be you rushing or maybe you know jumping too fast? It would be me. It would be me rushing. Okay. Yeah, I have to feel it and and truly like be like, all right, I'm gonna invest my time into this now when I'm already doing every A B C D E F and G. Okay, what about H I J K L M N O P though? I'm only one man. Q R S T U V. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> Next question. No. <laughs> you see this fucker? He's like, it's my podcast, bitch. No, no, I ain't doing that. Anyway, so earlier, I heard you earlier saying, mentioning your goals, and that leads to my next question for your whole verse here, Dill. Where do you see the light verse going in the next couple of years? You know, what do you what do you picture yourself doing? Do you think you're going to be in some Skyrise apartment in lower Manhattan, you know, Freedom Tower in the distance, hot bitches by your side? You know, watching the second season of Lightverse. You know, what do you, what do you see the Lightverse becoming? What do you what do you see in like the next two to maybe even four years? I'll say four years because two is like too immediate. Really, two years is too immediate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that nah, I thought that was it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say two is too immediate. Like, okay. No, 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 no. I say like within. Let's do four years because that gives me more time. Okay, and sure. Okay. Two years is just like, yeah, I'll get some more stuff done. I might have chapter zero out, and then it's just out, and now I have to do the promoing and every, everything. Right. But um, I, where I can see the light verse, let's say in four years, if I just keep doing what I'm doing and you know ramping things up here and there in small little bits and pieces, I can see the light verse being, uh, you know, I can see it being successful. You think you'll be putting out books by then? I had hope so. Like physical copies? Physical copies, definitely. I, w- I want to do physical copies. I know right now it's a... Money, you know, money process thing. Oh yeah. So uh, I haven't figured out that process yet because I'm still at step one. Mm. You know what I mean? So once I'm at that point in time, I'll be able to focus more on um, that part. But for now, uh, in the current, you know, rise to where I can see the light verse going, um, I, I can see, I can see it being successful. I mean, it has the support. You know, thankfully, you know, y'all that have been supporting me mm. since the beginning. Um, and thank you for taking this ride with me, uh, up to this point, but, uh, beyond to where I want it to go and what I can see, I can see it become a little something. I'm not going to say, you know, Kevin Feige's going to call me up and be like, yo, bro, calm down, you know, what I mean? <laughs> but I, 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 I can, success is in the effort. So, uh, I can see myself, uh, making some strides, uh, here and there. And I mean, for me, it's progression so i remember where i began at i know where i am now so if i keep doing those things and you know doing more here and there it'll just be even more on my end of course i would hope and and have a goal of like being called up or emailed one day being like hey you know we saw this we would like to uh adapt it to animation cool studio bones or any other good studio hit me up you know, you want to, hey, we want to buy this or, you know, some some big person being like, hey, we like this. Let's do something with this. Bet. Um, and I, that's, that, that would be my hope. Well, I'll do my hope as a whole. Well, I'll ask you this. Are you happy where it is now? Yes, but I'm not satisfied. So, uh, I'm happy that 
I've been able to get as much done as I've had at this point in time compared to where I was at the beginning where I just had lights in Lady Nuvia and I knew the location. Now I have the lore. I have the, uh, which is the most important part. You know what the I mean? Lore, People ain't going to be interested in your shit yeah. if they don't know what's going on or right. what kind of place they are. So, um, you know, getting all of that done was, was an important part to me. And I can look at it, you know, I have, you've seen it on my TV when the screensaver thing comes on. I'm happy that I've gotten to this point, but I know there's more to go. So mm. the only way is up and I just got to keep uh, doing what I'm doing. Well, do you wish there's something you did earlier in this life or something that maybe could have, I don't know, propelled you farther than where you are now? I would just say maybe if I started writing earlier, but that's a double-edged sword because I could have been, well, at least in my progression, I've gotten better, but um, I might have had different ideas. Um, I might not even had the idea of the light verse, right? I, I can only say write earlier so you can get to the light verse faster. Mm. I can't say that. Um, but what I can say, though, is that I would have hoped that I would give a little bit more time to developing my art, you know, the drawing regard. Right. At least that. With the writing stuff, for me, I was always good at writing. I'm not hyping myself up, but I was just, it was just something that always came natural to me. So I only had the thought of, hmm, this is something that I know I can do mm -hmm. easily because I've been doing it for so long and I've done it at an accelerated level in school for many different years. So um, let me deepen, you know, dig into this uh this this quality this talent more and see where it could take me and see what i can do with all of it and then you know now uh where i was at uh grew and my skills got better and there was more for me to do and of course i got into the community met people and we got up to this point so it, it's been a, a steady progression and you know, if I say that I would want to do it earlier, I may not have been able to take the path that I did now to get to where um, I was at. So. so if you think if you did something different back then, you might not be where you are now. Because I remember for a while you said you wanted to be a fucking streamer. You wanted to play games. Yeah, that was before the, the game changed and all that other stuff. Things went to be a lot more complicated than they were simple <laughs> um, before it became a big money market. Right, it's like commercial now. Yeah, so um, there was just something I had in my back pocket in the back of my head that I was like, okay, let me just try this now since I see other people doing it. Let me uh, fast forward this and get to somewhere. And I have now, and I think I've mastered the, uh, the craft, but I'm always learning. You know what I mean? You sound like my boy Jeff. He's been in the trade 35 years, you know. But he always says, I learn something new every day. Yep. And speaking of which, something new every day, Dill, it's the promo minute. Promo minute of the fucking podcast, Dill. Talk about what you're working on right now. Well, I mean, this is your promo minute. What do you mean my fucking promo minute? Yeah, oh, wait, wait, I can, I can do my own promo minute? Yes, this is this Talks with Tristan episode, so... Okay, fuck it. Well, you have, you know, this is, you oh, have just, the floor. So I have the floor. Okay, well, yeah. guys, I'm actually working on a lot of shit right now. Uh, mostly one, just trying to, you know save money adult shit still figuring this shit out but for the most part i have two projects that i'm working on right now my music project don't know what it's called yet still trying to figure out a fucking name but i have a lot of fucking songs right now that are still in like fucking just on paper that i haven't even recorded yet 
And there's a clothing brand I'm actually considering creating again. It was an idea I had a while ago. It was called Rebel Mind Skate Co. It's like a fucking... Rebel Mind Skate Company? Rebel Mind, not company, but just Co. Co. Okay. Yeah, for a company. Rebel Minds or just Rebel Mind Skate Co. It would be basically just be a clothing brand for skaters, which I think I could really fucking do. I love clothing. I love skating. It's my fucking life. Skating, if I did choose skating and working out, I would choose skating over it every single fucking time. That over weed, that over sex, that over everything. Skating is my fucking shit. I want to get skater die tatter on it for fuck's sake. But um, I will be working on this in the future. It's still the you know rough drafts should I have have had in the vault for a fucking while. But um, you will definitely hear more about that in the future. Dill, that was your promo minute. Yeah, that was my promo minute. What about right, your well, is minute? there a place where people can follow you? Uh, just on my Instagram. And what's that? Tristan, T-R-E-I-S-T-Y-N. You know, I'm still creating. I'm still in, like, the very, very early, early stages right now. So there's not really too much to promo. But there will be in the future, so be on the lookout for that. How about more Talks with Tristan episodes? Is that going to uh, be... Don't one? get too fucking ahead of yourself. Buddy. Nah. Don't get too ahead of yourself. Mm. But, um... Switching subjects, switching gears here. Mm-hmm. I had a question, because, uh, you know, yesterday where I was, I was with a very uh, special person. So, why, why, why are you laughing? So you, you talked about her on the podcast before. I have. Which one? I've talked about a lot of hers, though. There's a lot of hers that no, mentioned one, on the podcast. Yeah, I'm gonna just say your name. I don't. Don't you say her name? <laughs> I'll call it. I'll say H. We talked about H before. Okay. Yeah. We'll say H. There you go. Yeah, you I'm went to sure. prom with her. Yeah. And the people who have listened to the podcast in the past don't know exactly who she is. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to know who she is, just listen to those older episodes. Mm-hmm. So that way you're caught up. But Long story short, H is, H is uh, love of your life. Why <laughs> <laughs> no, you look like you're, you're like eating, drinking poison? Why you? Because here's the thing, though, and, I, and I'm gonna dive deep for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, my first true love, I can say, was when I was 16 year old years old on this podcast. Mm-hmm. When I first started, dating, that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. When I my first love ever. Mm-hmm. Was I mentioned her on this podcast, Cassie? She was the very first love of my motherfucking life, mm-hmm. and she broke my heart into a billion pieces, <laughs> a billion? three separate times. Jesus Christ! Yeah, three. set me through three different uh, times, three different heartbreaks, three different episodes of depressions, uh-huh. three different depressions. Jesus. Yeah, she put me through the fucking ringer. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, people, Satan, the devil is a lie. The devil is a fucking lie. And you want to know why I know he's a fucking liar? Because I prayed to him. You have the video. I prayed to this man. I prayed to this man. I slipped my fucking thumb open. I went in my closet. I painted a pentagram. And I painted one on the wall on the floor. And I prayed as hard as I fucking could. I prayed as hard as I could. I sacrificed blood. And I think I actually did it right. Because I'm telling you right now, a week later, Cassie came into my fucking life. And when I told her that three years later, she goes, wow, that, that explains a lot. I was like, yeah. Yeah, explains a fucking lot. I met that girl during COVID. It was perfect. I was going over her house every day. She was six minutes away by foot, three minute by skateboard. It was, it was, it was you know, 16-year-old me was drinking, eating Chinese, and cuddling in the AC every fucking day. It was great. I'm telling you right now, those were the best times, but also... Those were the most important times, I think, because I think with her, she was like my very first test run of a girlfriend. She was trash. She was, yo, shut up. Because, no, because here's the thing, right? And if Cassie's hearing this, sup. Listen. (laughs) What's up? 
Listen. No, I'm, I'm going to say this. Go ahead. She's a little rough. I'm going to say that. She's a little rough. However, to be fair, she is a good person on the ends. I know she's a good person. I know what she's capable of. And I told her this myself. I said, the thing that hurts me is that you have so much potential. And I made her feel really bad about herself when I said that. But it's true. Mm. And the thing is with her, I learned, I, I truly felt, you know, what it was to have a girl. How it was to keep a girl. A relationship. That was like my first true, like, test. That was my first true experience of a relationship. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. Mm. It was great. It, was like, it felt like the teenage years were, you know, being lived out right. Right. Getting high all the time, and we were texting every day, and falling asleep on the fucking phone. It was great, great fucking times. And you know what? Uh, even though we dated for fuck, even though it was only three, four months, it was a pretty good three or four months. I would do it again, even though she broke me into a billion pieces. And I'm gonna tell you this on the record: something I haven't said to anyone except her. When she broke up with me, mm -hmm. I cried in my closet. For about eight hours, mm -hmm. I cried in there so hard I pissed myself. Mm. That's how that's how much she rubbed me. Yeah, I'm serious. I'm dead ass. I'm gonna say I'm not ashamed. Mm -hmm. That's 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 how hard she fucking destroyed me. I fucking pissed myself crying. Mm -hmm. Haven't done that since like I was like eight years old. Had done that in years, mm -hmm. and you know, she really taught me the importance of self love self-reliance, discipline, and just really got my priorities straight because with her, I fucking realized that one, there's more to life than girls because the thing is my, I was 16, you know, I was like, I was just skateboarding and when I had a girlfriend, I was on top of the world. I don't know why guys had girlfriends at the time, so all of them did, but they weren't as, one, they weren't as hot as my girl and two, they weren't as cool as my girl and I felt like, I felt like the king. I felt like a fucking legend. How old were you when you were going through this? I was, I was 16 years old. Hmm. I was 16, prime of my teenage years. I was working out all the damn time. It was great, man. But, you know, she, she broke me. She broke me really, really bad. And then after that year following, I text her again. We tried becoming friends. Didn't work. We were, we were like, both just mentally fucking ill. We were both, like, just... We, we, we were not... Well, that's a lie and a half, but I'm not going to say that. We were just... Listen, I'm just going to say, we were very troubled. We were very troubled. We were still finding ourselves. And then I left her again. And then a year falling after that, I said, you know what? Something is, such a something is telling me to just fucking text her. I texted her and then we became good friends for a few months, actually. It was actually pretty fun. We, we weren't boyfriend or girlfriend. We would kind of almost flirt here and there, but we were, we were true friends. I feel like, you know, she was, she was my best friend for a while. Because the truth is, you know, we were actually, like, very, very similar. We were very, like, we, we just clicked. We had that, you know, that, that spark. We had it. Right. But the main lesson I learned from losing her for a third time is that, you know, sometimes you know what you have. And I said this on the podcast already, but sometimes you know what you have. And then when you don't pull the trigger, it's the worst pain ever because then it's your fault. It's on mm -hmm. you. And she liked me again. I liked her again. And we probably would have been great. We probably would have worked out. We probably would have been still been together to this day, mm -hmm. and because the truth is, we were like, we we did have true love for each other, but you know, when you love somebody, you know, they say you gotta let them go, mm -hmm. and you know, when I found out that you know she had a boyfriend, I said, okay, well, it's my time to go because 
I don't do the guy friend thing. I don't, I'm not one of those guys mm. you know, because I know how guys get. And you know, she understood. And when it ended, you know, it was it was expected, so I wasn't in too much pain. But it was more so pain that I lost my best friend. Because at first I lost a girlfriend, second time I lost a girlfriend, and then when we could have been the perfect like couple, she was my friend and I lost her. We could have been more, mm -hmm. but it was my fault. But then from that, I bounced back and I said, you know what? I loved Cassie because of the way she made me feel, but I didn't really love her because of who she was. Or I loved her because I think she made me just truly feel loved it wasn't really like more so for her she made she gave me a feeling that Haley gave me but Haley gave it to me in a different way with Haley it was way different it was it didn't feel so what I'm looking for here it felt natural yeah Cassie it felt like she loved me and I was just like yeah yeah this is fucking great mm-hmm but with Haley, the love came from a different place. It came from like a warmer place. I can't explain it. And so what, what was the question that you had based off of that statement? Because you, you said you that... Me, you gonna let me fucking finish? No, I'm going to let you finish. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm listening and I'm curious. I'm asking you a question based off of what I'm listening to. You ever get lonely, though? Yes. You know, yesterday you asked me a question, or the day before yesterday you asked me a question. You said, you showed me a picture of you. You said, uh, what do you think of that guy, or some shit like that. When did I do that? At Graham's house. Oh, yeah. And I said, he looked happier. I said he was happier. Yeah. Because at that time you were truly, there was still, that was a completely different deal than the one I'm looking at now, obviously for many different reasons, but in another way. That one was a lot more blissful he was a lot more a lot more i feel like he had a, he had a lot more joy mm -hmm. he had a lot more joy mm -hmm. than the one i'm looking at right now i mean i had a lot more joy out of that but for you that's it's something i have seen you know as as you've what have grown you, up uh what, what have you seen in the uh past the present I, don't know, I feel like now it feels like you're holding back something are we all Fuck off. <laughs> really? Like, for, I feel like now, there's, that, there's a dog in you now. Like, before, and when you were with you-know-who, you were a lot... Oh, ex-girlfriend. Yeah, you were, you were a lot more... I feel like that deal was, like, he was content. Yeah, I was. You were very, very content. Mm -hmm. And now the one I'm looking at right now, I feel like the one I'm looking at right now was, like... You're driven by like a whole like a whole different motor now, man. You're fucking first you had a V eight, now you got like a V twelve and <laughs> fucking like what what happened? It went from uh from uh diesel to jet fuel. Right? Yeah. What happened? Um Well, the question was do I feel lonely or do I ever get lonely, right? Yeah. Answer is yes. You know, female companionship for me did a lot for me. And I discovered in that time, while a lot of the other qualities were being brought out of me because the relationship was so good, um, it really uh, brought out a lot of qualities in me that were, were either dormant and I didn't know that they were there, or it spawned some new thoughts and things uh, that really 
really helped me uh, become a better person. And it did. It enhanced who I was. I noticed. So um, it was like, yeah, this is a role that feels very natural. It felt very good for me. And, um, you know, female companionship. Everybody's got their own wants and needs. And for me, the just having a person there... You know, an extra little, you know, love your family, all that other stuff with clothes, blah, 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 blah. It's not the same. But, but yeah, it's, it's different when you, you're able to do that with someone from the outside that is going to be a part of that family. So it's a different level of, you know, love and uh, joy that you get from someone else that wants the same thing, is sharing the same thing. And it was love. Oh, it was good love, honest and true. And everything else like that. And then I've said before, I would have thought that girl, I wanted to have a child with her. And we were going to. Mm. You know, a few years ago, we were going to. 2020 was the year. So, um, but that was, yeah, that was going to happen. Yeah, 2020, 2021 around that area. But fortunately, you know, you you share a lot with that person. You share a part of yourself. Love is the gamble. The main main reason, the the main reason I'm asking this is because now I'm seeing, it's, it's like, I feel like you're Anakin, though. Nah, in what way? I see Anakin in you now. It's like liar, liar. <laughs> no, what do you mean? No, because you see, because you know Anakin's story. I know? do, but of course you do. It's like you know, in the beginning he was you know, charmful, happy. You know, sure he was aggressive, but you know, it's just how he was. He was, you know, he was happy. He had the girl, the looks, the skill. You know, he was a hero. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he lost Padme, becomes Vader. I feel like, in a way, well, obviously you're not gonna fucking kill you know they don't know anyway and shit like that <laughs> they like, don't know i see i see the fucking anakin in you now because that because i i see i've seen over a period of years you've changed you've changed and for the better you haven't changed like in a negative not doing drugs in a back yeah. alley somewhere no that, that's what i did yeah. you know you, you didn't do any of that you you've i don't know i feel like you're like you're darker now well like and, I feel like, like you're like the aura you give off compared to 2020, Dylan. Uh-huh. The aura he gave off is completely. Well, different. It was like warm, sunny, bright a little bit. Well, you were definitely warm. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Mm. Well, we both were because we both had our perfect girlfriends at the time. Yeah. But now Talk about the music, y'all. We're live, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel like the like the people we were then, we were a lot warmer. I miss the people we were there. They almost start to tear up. No, because no, no, yeah, that, yeah, that was it. that was a great time. Yeah, no, it was you a know? very it was a very happy happy and. Uh, I remember because you know you had your girl, I had my girl. Yeah, was, we, we were both going to our houses. Yeah, it was great. And it was it was I was truly because you know I felt the same fucking way with Cass. Mm-hmm. You know because we because eventually she was gonna move somewhere, mm-hmm. and her family was actually gonna let me move in with her. No, that's what that's what was gonna happen with me. That I was gonna move in with her. Yeah. And she said that she didn't want kids, but when I started dating her, I was changing her mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I had I had, yeah. I had that same you know similar experience, and it was great. Close with the family, her bro- little brother was cool. He had a girlfriend, so mm-hmm. it was kind of just like hey. And I, and I started getting close with her little sister. You know, her family knew me. Mm-hmm. And even the thing that hurt the most is when I like even when I saw her sister three years later, she remembered me. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean you yeah. know, you know, I said hi and shit, yeah. but you know with. Cast, you know, I, I feel like, I truly feel like that. That's like a whole different. I feel like we weren't meant to be together in this life. Mm. It feels like that's in another universe's, you know. Well, that's another life for me. I'm, I'm, I'm also gladder, gladder if that's a word. I'm happy God. that I'm with Haley now. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like Cass was probably the biggest lesson. And you said her name. I just said H. 
whatever. Yeah, there it is. You know, because I truly feel. I hope she doesn't hear this. I I am in love with this girl. Yes, we know. I am. Can't stop fucking thinking about her. Mm -hmm. Even when I was with those other girls after I dumped her, Mm -hmm. still couldn't think about. I was I was literally sleeping with these girls in bed, and I was thinking they're not her. Mm -hmm. You know, I. Uh, and, I, and I love my ex-girlfriend, you know? And we, it was supposed to be, because it was what it was supposed to be. Anderson Cooper and Stephen Colbert talked about it in a conversation. They were talking about death of people that you know, that you feel like they were supposed to be here. But now, you're, this is almost like an alternate timeline that wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. And for me, in my situation, it does feel like that. You know, I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not shying away from it. Um, it does feel like that, because it's like, wow, I was on my way start doing something real quick and early too nice to do it when it's early right mm-hmm. and cause you know better I see, do it early cause yeah, I see people you know friends you know my I see my uh, my compatriots and you know having families literally posting the photos everywhere and I'm yeah, starting yeah it's just crazy yeah it's crazy my boy Dave got married and yeah. shit you know it, it blows my mind and it's like damn you I, have couples like that yeah it's like damn I literally almost had that and now it's gone and it was in a perfect it was a high school sweetheart to yeah. You know, girlfriend outside of school. Like, you can't replicate that again. You can't. So, it's like, you know, shit, shit does happen. You can't control it. It sucks. It happens to certain kinds of people. And it, it was something that was out of our control in hindsight. And, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. You know, she got to move on with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I did not. You know what I mean? So, I had to heal in my own way. She got healed by somebody else. I did not. I had to find my own, you know, path to doing that. And that's its own road as well. You know, it could help hurt or destroy some people. You oh, know, I know. It fucking destroyed yeah. me. It crushed me. Yeah. Ten billion pieces. Don't get me wrong. I had to deal with a part of me dying um, and being left in that. And I wanted it so bad. But then I understood that love is a sacrifice. It is a gamble. And mm-hmm. you don't gamble if you don't think, you're, you know, if you don't understand that you will lose. But I survived because the fire inside burned brighter than the fire around me. Joshua quite, Graham. Quite literally in my case. Yeah. And, you know, I raged against that. And it did. It was anger. Don't get me wrong. Oh, the same shit. I was very vengeful and angry. And, yeah, that's why same. I did become a lot colder and darker over the years. Plus, you know, family shit that's happened over yeah, the years. Yeah, true, true. So, I mean, for I feel, me. Because, though, we were like. Yeah, for, for me, that was like, I've been through a period of crazy shit. Now this is something. Like, this is the sunset. Now I'm, I'm able to relax with this. Now I went through all the years of trauma and everything. Mm-hmm. At the end of it. I had something because the deal I used to know he didn't have this inner rage. That's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at here. Yeah, I'm, I'm Batman. I feel like now you're Batman. Before you were Nightwing. Now you're just Batman. And kind of regressed a little bit, but I regressed and then moved forward again. Um, and it was hard. It was very hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm fighting it every single day. I, rem- I remember. Them. I remember yeah. when you first broke up with it. You were. Yeah, you were going through. It, it may mess us both up. I was like, yeah, they're going through. Yeah, you know, I know that she was going through her own depressive thing. And me, I, was going I just went to my cigarettes, my my weed, and partying. For me, I was just raw dog and trauma. And I was just going. <laughs> I was, you know, like Batman, no money, all the mental illness. I was working out while doing yeah. drugs. I know no mental illness in my part, but it was. I was just dealing with all the thoughts and everything. I was fighting it. Every I was fighting my demons every single day, every moment of the day. Do you still fight them? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, every it, 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 they come back every now and again. You know what I mean? So I ask you this: Do you do you miss who you were then? Yes. You know what I mean? But I understand that in this separate timeline, this is who I am, and 
maybe this isn't who I was really intended to be. Maybe this isn't the real me, quote unquote, unquote. But everybody goes through a traumatic event that changes them forever. And whether or not they can learn to move on and live with it is the truer test. And for me, that is my test. You know, I mourn on a kid that never came to be. I was supposed to be in my mind. I was a, you know, dead set on that. You know, I'm, a, I'm an objective-based person. I got to do this. Okay, then I'm gonna do this to get there. And for me, that's where I was going. And I didn't have that. So then I lost in that. And it fucked me up badly. But you know, again, I survived because the fire inside burned brighter than the ones around me. So uh, it's a fight, and I still fight them. You know, everybody has intrusive thoughts. And, you know, doubts, but it's a greater testament to the person that they are able to fight through them. And so, you know, that's why, you know, I know I'm a quiet person naturally, but yeah, I do. You know, I fight them in my own way. I'll say this. You definitely have a lot more drive than you did then. Yeah. You know, it, it, it definitely seems like you're driven. Because yeah, I was able hard. to, I was able to slow down because I had like now better priorities. I had someone to focus it on. Mm. And with that, it helped me slow down. And it, it was like a, it's like a thing you have to slow down for. Yeah. Um, and it was something I really was looking forward to. And, you know, now, of course, it sucks. You know, you're in a bed, and it's like that side of the bed is where that person slept on all the time. You know what I mean? Mm. The same bed. You know what I mean? The same bed we share hopes and dreams in that, you know, say we made love in and all that other shit. Yeah. So, um, for anybody, those thoughts can, you know, it could really... Fuck you up. Yeah, it could be, fuck you up or be a crutch. So, um, it's a testament to, to move on. And for, of course, my mind, I remember everything that freaking happens oh yeah you gotta tell me twice yeah so um i mean another part about moving on you know i do miss who i was because that that guy in my head had so much bliss i i embrace who i am now i should say that too i embrace that i'm i am happy about who i am now Mm because i feel like now i'm just like that losing her made me honestly wiser made me stronger Mm -hmm. because like to be honest what after i lost her and i got crushed it taught me. I said, "Okay, mm-hmm. she's gone," and I had to learn how to live. Learning how to live without her was hard. Yeah, it is. Like it's like he said, it's like fucking mourning. Mm-hmm. It's like mourning someone fucking dying. Yeah, because it's a support system. You know, the text every day, the knowing that somebody. Like, there were some there. days she kept me going. There were some days I kept her going, mm-hmm. and she admitted that to me. We were we were both very important to each other. Yeah. And that kid, who I was then. He, he was mm-hmm. fucking content. Yeah, and even when, you know, again, I, I have no... My, me and my ex, we truly have no hate for each other. Because in the time that we knew each other, we both saved each other in a time where we needed somebody. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't hate my ex. Yeah, either. and that's why we still have love for each other. It's just different now. But I'm happier that I had that. And I'm happy who I am about who I am now. Because to be honest with you, with all that shit I went through now, it's honestly helping me care for this one better. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a better spot to take care of somebody. And I think you're going to feel the same fucking way when you find someone again. Yeah, well, I, I know that I am now. The person I am now is just Because like, of all that shit I went through now, like back then. Yeah. Now it's just like, it was like fucking training. Mm-hmm. Now it's like... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a master. I know what I'm doing. Pretty fucking much. You've yeah. seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel that way now with H. Now. Yeah. And now, but now I feel like if I lose her, I'm going to be okay. Because nothing's going to fucking compare to when I lost Cass. Because mm-hmm. when I lost Cass, I lost part. I lost myself. Well, three times, apparently, in your case, right? The first time was the worst time. Yeah. First time was the worst. I started to cut. Mm-hmm. I was drinking. Mm-hmm. I was smoking cigarettes and vapes. Mm-hmm. Doing everything. So I, was, I was doing everything I could. I did morphine once. Mm-hmm. 
Like I was, I was fuck. I just lost. I lost myself. Mm-hmm. All my hopes and I didn't care about hopes and dreams. I didn't care about money. Well, at the time, I didn't have to, mm-hmm. which was great. Well, oh, yeah, when you're a kid, you ain't gotta worry about life. But dude, I was, I just, to be honest, I just quit. Mm-hmm. At that time, I just fucking quit. Mm-hmm. Like everything, I just, I just quit. I quit skating for a while. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped working out. I lost weight. Mm-hmm. Like I, went, I dropped. The cut was insane. Dude, I went from one sixty to like. I was at like 150, mm-hmm. 150 something. I was like, yeah, I think, losing 10 pounds, that's a noticeable difference. Yeah. And I, and I felt myself getting weaker and I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like I was just drinking. I, I didn't care. I didn't care about anything. I didn't care whether I lived or died. Mm-hmm. You know, just I, existed. I was just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just existing. I lost, then I lost my best friend. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really needed Cassie the most. Like I lost Cassie, then I lost my best friend. And my best friend, I was the best friend I knew for like, since like childhood, since I was like mm-hmm. 10 years old. Yeah. Or actually, no, since I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. And when I lost him, and then that, that like those two losses, like, yeah. just, just fucking crushed yeah, me. I said it to someone before, uh, you know, you, you, when you're young, the mind is so malleable, you know, it's like clay. Yeah. And anything can affect it, bend it, you know, rip it apart and mash it back together. You know, you lose a lot of good people. Someone asked me uh, how I am the way I am. I said, well, I lost a lot of good people early in my life. And, you know, losing good people, you know, and I'm stressing the word good here. It's very important. Losing good people, you know, because they are part of your support system. Um, It'll it'll change you forever, no matter matter who you are. And um, it's a test. So you, you know, no matter if you're coming from a big family, a small family, or if you're just to yourself. It'll affect you because these people are your support group. They're the foundation of your environment. So, um, you know, they're the pillars. They're the ones that hold everything together. And it's very, very hard to, you know, move on from that. But again, that part is the test. You, know, we, you and I, we know people that have lost somebody. Our mm-hmm. own mother has lost her mother for, it's been 16, 17 years now. Yeah. And she hasn't moved on. And... Uh, for me, I don't know how long I'm going to be holding this in myself, but it is a motivator. I and think I, once you find someone else, yeah. you'll be okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably be gonna, It's going to be better the next time you find someone. Oh, hell yeah, because it's been alive for so goddamn long. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I guess what I was getting at, though, is that, yeah. you know, over these past three fucking years, man, we've changed. Mm-hmm. The world has changed. We The world's changed and we've changed, but I feel like we've changed and we've just become... I don't know, fucking Batman, I guess. We used to be happier. Yeah, that usually, usually is the process nowadays we see. You know, because women usually leave with a strong depression. Like, literally, I used to. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. You get something strong for a long time. It was like, I was at peace. Yeah, I was time. at peace, too. And then yeah. we lost our peace, and now we're now we're at war. You know, now we're at war. I'm, I'm, I, said, I said before. I feel, I, like, I feel like that's how we are. We're both, we're both at war. Yeah, I, I look forward to the day I can become a man of peace once again. Yeah. <laughs> no, amen. Amen to that, brother. Yeah, I, I truly want that. Because, you know, even with all my projects and stuff, I like making time for me and mine. So, yeah. I know that's something that won't even get in the way. Like, I know, I knew even if I have a kid like right now I'm still going to be doing the stuff I'm doing of course you know what I mean because I'm, I'm not only that mentally ready but I think I'm ready in every other regard but uh, look at that mm-hmm. that that was that was I think that was a pretty good fucking episode I think, I, think I, gave, I think I gave the people what they were looking for and, and you wrote down questions and right? I wrote down questions how many questions did you time. get through out of all of them fucking it was like what 4 out of 20 yeah 4 out of like 12 4 out of 12 four look, out of 12. At look at that see see though we I, I'm good I'm good at this I can podcast yeah so talk okay. to Tristan uh, 2024 coming Yo, back now talk to Trey 
2024 who knows maybe maybe in december around christmas I'll, I'll, who fucking knows? Well, you gotta you amp yourself up to do it again. you know i gotta amp myself up to do it again you know and all that other shit we got 45 seconds guys you already know where to follow me this has been talks of trey you know where to follow me tristan t-r-e-i-s-t-y-n on what on insta follow me there that's honestly all i fucking use all the other shits i fucking deleted but that was the talks with Trey. I think that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, good, good job, man. Good job. See, look at that. All right. We got another one coming. It'll happen. I don't know when, but it will happen. Just know that. Don't get mad. Don't get angsty. You know, listen, it'll happen when it needs to happen. That's right. the goal. So thank you very much for listening to Talks with Trey. This has been me. And I am the GOAT D. James. Facts. We'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening.